Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Well, go on, rude boy, what are you saying? <laughs> What? That's <laughs> just like, you know what I mean? You, you're I'm what, from right? the streets. That's true. Oh, I am the streets. The, the ball, streets are watching. The always. ball streets. Yeah, there we go. Why have you got mistletoe above us? Because um, wanted to just kiss. <laughs> kiss on... No, that just you know, a little bit made made me feel a bit sick up then. Yeah. I was just uh, eating no. a grilled cheese sandwich what as well. Christmas, I think, was what you're supposed to say. All right, yeah. See, I'm really ne- never good at clues. Like my missus are like that. This is what I want for Christmas. So he has to say, "Can you get me a bottle of perfume for Christmas?" And, Otherwise, and, and, I won't get it. And list it, size, eau right. de toilette, or perfume, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I, I, that, that's a, that's a, a minefield. Apparently, yeah. there's a difference between perfume and eau de toilette. There is. So one, one's, one's for, stronger, essentially. Is this this is ones for for people that want it to, a sustained smell? But why does the other one exist? If you're in a confined well, it's space, cheaper, I think. Is that it? So I think it's, it's essentially a bit more of a watered down version. You can't probably. buy you can't buy about the cheaper version of the two. She'll know. Well, yeah, but what if it's a cheaper version of a higher end fragrance? You're making this worse. What do I do? <laughs> Tell me what to buy, and I'll do it. Um, what would you do? <laughs> what would I do? Uh, does she have a scent? A particular scent that she likes that she wears a lot? Because a lot of times yeah, people she does. have a few scents, but they'll have their Hugo Boss okay. orange. Hugo Boss Orange. So yeah. get her some of that, but get her the big bottle in a, in a. Because you, you like this girl, don't you? Yeah, I love her deeply. Okay, well then you probably want to pull out all the stops. Listen, no, I don't because I've already got her. And maybe so don't go in anywhere. Don't just. Oh right. Okay. So I've done that bit. <laughs> now I've got the relaxing, getting fat bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Is that all you're gonna get? You're gonna get more than she's asked for. I think always get a more. Gin. Gin. She likes gin. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's it's nice, it's Christmas, but it's not just about gifts, is it? No, it's about getting pissed. <laughs> Isn't it? It's about football. Football. Could right. fix your list at Christmas. Yeah, it is, it is. But, but I, the reason why, I, see, what I just tried to do is set up the story about getting pissed. Ah. Darren Bullock. Darren Bullock, yeah. Huddersfield hero. Yeah, because we were talking earlier, weren't we, about Christmas and someone was, uh, Elliot, we were chatting to Elliot, Bear Pit TV. Yeah. And he was talking about one of the players at Stoke got sent off early. Mm. last night and he, he essentially was saying that he's done that so he can get banned and, and miss out on the, the Christmas yeah, yeah. fixtures I, I, um, I thought that of Eric Lamella um, that he'd, he's complained about something that was wrong with his family and that he could disappear off to Argentina turns out his brother was really ill and he's returned so my suspicions of him were completely unfounded right okay pretty harsh yeah I mean I don't know if anyone would, would ever go to, to those lengths but um, it made me remember uh, one of my favourite ever town players, and it was because we it was in the Andy Booth era. We had this guy called Darren Bullock. Yeah, 
and we'd signed him from Sheffield United and he was a bit of a nutcase uh, and he went on to play for Swindon so he, you know Huddersfield Sheffield United Swindon that's not the most prestigious of clubs but oh well that's alright yeah but he's one of them guys that really cemented himself in, in, in the folklore of the club what, what sort of would you mean would he work hard or would he get stuck in or was he kind of mental or what? he was he was mental uh, he'd get stuck in and he worked hard he used to have a, a fizzer of a shot you know right. he used to be able to hit it from distance with a bit of umph on it um, but ultimately, we we knew him affectionately as Psycho, oh, okay, good. because he was a nutcase. Yeah. Um, and on one occasion, I remember my favourite story. Uh, well, there's a couple of him, but one of my favourite stories was um, we. You know, the old you play on like Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah. You play the Saturday before, and then you play on like New Year's Day, right? Mm. So. Um, a mate of mine saw him in Huddersfield. We had a game on uh, New Year's Day. My mate saw him in uh, out on the piss in Huddersfield mm. on uh, the, on New Year's Eve right. at about but uh, you know past midnight, right. about like, half one in the morning. Yeah. He sees him out on the town centre, sort of staggering around the streets, <laughs> and he's like, "Darren, what are you doing? We've got a game tomorrow." <laughs> and he puts his arms out wide, looks up to the sky at this little bit of snow that's trickling <laughs> down, and gives it. We won't be playing in this, <laughs> and um, and sure enough, we did play. Yeah, uh, and he he scored a goal and 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 played. So that's it, amazing. I do miss the days where yeah. just unprofessional people could play football. I know. What's better before it was all protein shakes and six packs? And, yeah, and I don't know normal blokes that you can yeah. relate to. Darren of course, to this world. Darren Brook was great, and, and actually, you know, like when people leave a club and they uh, they have to. Um, um, you know they can't celebrate a goal or they, they do celebrate a goal and they yeah, wind them up it's a minefield I remember it was lovely because he'd, he'd left Huddersfield and um, he hadn't had the chance to say say goodbye you know, sometimes players get to say goodbye sometimes they don't and he hadn't he went to play for Swindon and they came back to our place like a year later and um, at the end of the game I mean, it's a shit game. It's like nil-nil or something yeah. like that. But at the end of the game, he does this lap of honour, and it's the Swindon fans are all. Cl- we'd been singing his name throughout, so they were even up in it a little bit more, as if oh, he's ours, and we're going oh, psycho, psycho. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. There's a bit of a loving going on. So end of the game, he walks around the pitch, you know, in his Swindon shirt, past the Swindon fans, they're all clapping. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we love you. You're our player. Comes to the Huddersfield fans and because we'd got promoted with him and he, he'd really been a part of that whole whole team mm. uh, he then goes on to uh, start to get a little bit you can see him getting into the, the, the whole main stand yeah. people throwing on shirts and stuff and he's like gets a bit carried away thinks fuck it takes off his Swindon shirt puts on a town shirt <laughs> finishes it we're all cheering Swindon fans are all like <laughs> racing down to the front you know like going mad at going crazy like yeah. what's he doing that? He's, he's, I guess maybe you just take it off take both shirts put them over your shoulder but yeah I mean, I love the fact that he showed his true colours. <laughs> yeah. There's something amazing in that. There form. is, there is, and, and he's. Uh, I read the. Uh, I read earlier. I just looked him up, and bless him, he. He um, now a window cleaner, mm. and he. Uh, we should get him on the fucking pod. Actually, it'd be interesting. Sounds like story. it would be a great story. Yeah. All right. We'll make contact. We'll make contact, Darren. Mm. If you're out there. Somehow listening to this. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. Although we'll be doing another show next week. Probably. Yeah, but so we can do it twice. That's fine. Merry, right. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Just say Merry Christmas. What's Happy right? New Year. Happy, <laughs> <laughs> Happy Hanukkah and yeah. Kwanzaa. All right. See you at the front post. <laughs> front post. Street. Lip it long, lip, lip it long, lip, lip it long. 
seriously, have you got any of those for me? Um, Matt, look, I'm not responsible for you and... All right. <laughs> um, no, I haven't. <laughs> How bad do I look? No, we don't look bad. I like your t-shirt. Let me see what will. Yeah, but my fucking these my hair. I had my hair cut for months. Why? Because I fucking had too my, busy. My hairdresser went to Australia, and I don't want to just trust anyone because he's coming off soon. But when it comes, what do you off, mean coming off? What you do? I'm gonna have it cut shorter. But the thing is, I'm gonna have a haircut that most probably I had four years ago, but now most people have. And they thinks fucking. Well, so and I'll look. Are like you a, talking about your your you was once a, a kind of a trendsetter? Is that what you're saying? But I'm you're not no. following. When you turn up with a haircut like everyone else, you just want it to be known that you had the haircut four years ago. Well, something like that. Yeah. I would I would say exactly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I have no issue. Some, with that. Something like that. So I've never seen. I, I, it's always been been. Uh, you know, you, you can't. Yeah. I've never seen you with hair anything other than what you've got. I mean, I know it's a bit long. But I don't know if I'm sure. It's like it's like Stu turning up without a beard. Well, fucking he did weird. that. Oh, right. fucking that's horrible. It's like yeah, it's like like, he looked like Penfold off Danger Man. Yeah, if you yeah, remember he does. that. It's like a little round. All of a sudden, the beard had hidden this fucking little chubby face. It's like, I don't know. It's like you. Why are you doing your top bottom? Oh, we're going to do it. But seriously, where's mine of these? I haven't got anything for you, man. You, Why not? If you're, if you, I'm, it's not my job for you to come prepared to the podcast. If you don't have these, in can't you of help you, prepare me? Given that we're like and that you friends, have, and you have no access to these documents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel that. I'm, I'm w- walking slightly in the dark into, into um, something and I'm not prepared. I'll tell you what, you don't need these, but uh, we can share that. How about that? All right. Or Long Ball Street intro. Hit points. Hit points. Is this because I said to you the other day that we fucking keep forgetting to say well, things we like did subscribe? A, we did a podcast last week, didn't we? And we missed a few bits. So yeah. that was a good podcast. How do you feel James did? Um, I think it was good. Uh, you two are amazing. I like you two. You two, I think you have a great chemistry. Yeah, well, do you remember? We you know we, we spend fifty hours, fifty to sixty hours a week together, together. all the time. So yeah. there is there is a little bit of that. Do you um, do you ever argue? We had one argument once. I can't go into it on the Please. plot. No, no, I can't because Just it was about something bit. really political, and I don't want to air oh, my views on it. Right, but okay. I'll tell you after. Right, but it okay. wasn't really an argument. He quickly bowed down. He quickly bowed. Yeah, I can imagine. James bows for no man. <laughs> I don't know why he bows. You know, he's a pretty guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I can't imagine you two arguing. I've me and James argue. Like, he yeah. argues with me. I yeah, think, but you. I think he's. I think he. That's your he way. Thinks that. Um, I think he thinks sometimes that fucking he employs me and that it's like an inconvenience when I ask him <laughs> when I ask him to do anything. He's like crying out loud, mate. What you know? Why are you asking me that? Mm. I'm like, well, we, you know, I'm just. I think. I mean. I mean. You, you, I, I think I'm part of. Um, you get your point across I, in a forthright arguing. way, not by arguing. Just yeah. you're quite forthright, whereas I think yeah. people concede more than you. It's t- people concede. I think people naturally concede more than than you would. Yeah, you don't concede. Yeah, you, uh, it's, you it's submit. a weird. One. I, no, I you submit the people. I submit them like yeah. like where. Yeah, you don't concede. You submit them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm joking. I, I think it's a uh, yeah. I think it's one of them. It's such a mad, crazy year that I don't always think that. Um, I've got too much stuff in my head and not enough time. Mm. You know, but um, yes, yeah, so sometimes I do come across badly, and I apologise for that. I to love you, you, Matt. To everyone else, I love you. We we argued. No. Why are we talking about arguing? I would never it's argue with you. <laughs> Do you know what episode we've got, we've got, we've got is? Do you know what the episode is? No. I don't either. It's about 35 or something. 35 episodes. That's, that's crazy. Good. We've done most of them together. We've had a couple of weeks. Obviously, last week was off. You moved. Um, All good? Happy? Yeah, get in there. Ty hates me. 
She's at that stage of pregnancy. Any minute now, we're going to have this child. Nothing to do with you, completely to do with the pregnancy. Well, she lost her car keys the other day. Sorry, she lost her car keys the other day. My fault. Yeah. Um, oh my god! And you, do you remember the someone? I put my car up for sale, and someone running into the back yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, that's messed yeah? up. Yeah, and we so went and got that repaired. Still not sold the damn car, but Shit. that was brilliant. We parked up in her car the other day. Don't entire side of it. So it's like scratched along the side of it. It's, oh my god! And uh, so we had that, and then I trod, trod in uh, dog shit, both feet. Both. Yeah. <laughs> and while we're driving, we're like, what? <laughs> just after that, what a terrible half hour. So just after that, we're driving, like, what is that smell? Oh, like, seriously, no. what is that smell? And I'm like, right. oh, God, it's like, it's, and after a bit, I'm like, someone must have strutted shit or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it was me, both feet. Oh, man. My new, my Reebok Classics Fucking as well. I was devastated. So it's been, it's been, it's been a trying. very, it's been a trying period, but Ty's now, like, her whole body's sore. Yeah, bless her, yeah. She gets pins and needles in this hand. She has that foot swollen. Oh. She, she's about needs to, to go to tight every thirty minutes. She she's can't sleep at night. So uh, yeah, she's about to push a whole human being out of uh, her body. The which, prodigal daughter. That's right. Mm. That's that's good. I mean, look, let, let, let's kind of alleviate some of your stresses and mm. let's talk a bit about football. That would be lovely, mate. And you know what? Later in the show, yeah, we'll talk a bit about boxing as well. How about that? I love that. Yeah, that's okay. wonderful. Thanks for that. Remember, I feel better now. If you're listening to this, you can watch the whole podcast on our Long Ball Street YouTube channel. Flav has mentioned that. It's yes. very unusual. Well yeah. done, Flav. And uh, if you got a tick, yeah, uh, you can also watch uh, the best bit that we consider the best bit of the podcast on the normal Ball Street channel mm. as well. Yeah, all the bit that probably might get the most views because uh, no, no, we're not Let saying that. Behind the curtain, yeah. W- yeah, but we're not saying that in a way. Oh God, we're like we're not viewed whores mm. if there's well, such a thing. Yeah, no, there you are. You are a bit, aren't you? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> but I never used to before coming here. No, but you you have to take it. it into account, don't you? And I think that we have probably with this podcast now we've started putting bits of it on YouTube. You do have to think about all right, what are you actually putting up there and showing people because. Whilst we don't, we're not necessarily view whores, what we don't want to do is decimate our numbers. There's the whole algorithm with YouTube. So we have to be constant. We've, we don't put the whole thing up on that channel now. There's even the... the... <laughs> don't know what that is. What was that noise? I think it might have been the, uh, the, the, the body we thought was dead. <laughs> yeah. But we, we've, so we've got the full podcast. What body is that? <laughs> this is Sorry. going badly. Sorry. Uh, no, we, we've, we've put the whole podcast up yep. on a new channel called The Long Ball Street. We put a segment of it up on The Ball Street channel. Yes. And that <laughs> bit is likely to be Everton and Liverpool, isn't it, this week? Yeah. We're going to talk about that. I mean, not talk about, not, not necessarily previewing the game. We'll come on to this, but not previewing the game. But you yeah. know what? It's, it's, it's about talking about their rivalry. Because uh, an interesting uh, dynamic they've got up there in Merseyside. It is. Do you know what I'm actually going to do whilst you're talking? Um, I'm just going to text Cathy because I've noticed that we need to do the Flav nose. Yeah, but thing. we know gonna... we're going to get her to bring that. D- oh, we don't need it. Is this going to be on the telly? It's it not, is, is going to be on the telly, but um, people people have seen it. They'll, say they'll know. They'll know. Look, what, Flav nose T-shirt. You get to win it. There's only two in the world. And we uh, we'll bring it down. We'll get Kath to come down and bring it. Yeah. Um, don't let her know that we're filming because she won't come on. She's not. Yeah. She's a bit phobic of the camera, isn't she? She is. So just don't tell I'm her. I enjoy that. Yeah. Well, 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 if we hear the door go, let's actually just sit back. Yeah. In fact, what I'll do is I'll stand up like this. Yeah. And and I'll just be like, um, 
yeah and I'll go we're not on we're not on Kath just yeah. Yeah, sit down for me we're going to talk to you and then we'll ask you some questions and then she'll be on it that'll be a because is that big is that cruel it's cruel but you're the you're, you're the boss you do what you want yeah exactly yeah. everyone talks about oh yeah you've got to be a good marriage you've got to lead no you don't if you, just do what you if want if it's your business you can do exactly what you Trump want Trump does what he wants exactly. and he became the president he's my role model he's not no, you can't, I no, can't don't say that. that he's not my role model don't whatsoever. say that that was a, what we call in the um, podcast game a joke <laughs> yeah. so should we, can we go on to um, we will when Kathy comes down we'll then we, do the bit so about so you want a thing. pad hmm? you want a pad until then what's pad padding I was that yeah. That, that, I knew that. I know. I was just checking that uh, Craig knew. Yeah. Craig, did you know that? Yeah. Craig, are you, are you feeling Chelsea nine on the bounce? Mate, I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to. <laughs> You're not being camera. tricked. You're not being tricked. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I've never known. Why do you work in the meet? Kathy, how are you doing? You're right. Come in, Kathy. No. We're, no, we're not. We're not doing it. We've just been chatting. We're, we're going to do it in a minute. We're just bringing it here. In fact. Sit down a minute, because we no. won't talk. No, just, Kathy! Kathy, just Kathy, that's your boss talking. Kathy, he's not, I'm your, I am your father. <laughs> that's the wrong thing. All so right. that's it. No, no, no one saw Kathy. Kathy, we're not even started yet. She knows. She knows, she knows you. That's, that's the thing. But that's a good thing, so we can move yeah. on. Okay. All right, so uh, this week, big big news came out. Five former FA executives uh, written to the F. Oh, this is the T-shirt. Shit, let's see that first. So you can win this T-shirt um, if you want to. There's only two in the world. and. All you have to do Shall we do this in line with the um, the bit about the Everton Liverpool? Shall we just move it to there and then it can be on there? Uh, we'll do it after that. All right. And then it can be a part of that, yeah? All right, let's All right. do that. Done. Okay, we'll just dokey. leave it there as a decoration because it's beautiful. It's decoration, yeah, with the bottle of water. Such yeah. class. Um, all right, so yeah, uh, FA reform, big big news in the... In the this week, uh, five former FA executives have written to the FA uh, saying that the governing body is outdated, held back by elderly white men, unable to counter the power of the Premier League. What's your initial feeling about that? How do you feel about the FA generally? Um, Newsflash, we've landed on the moon as well. Mm. What? We've landed on the moon. Of course when? we know this. We've, when, um, we, when did we land on the moon? Yeah. We're actually, yeah, we th that's Pat, by we, the way. We never landed Pat, on... Pat, just to say hello. Because <laughs> you, you've ruined it now. <laughs> you've ruined it. Yeah. Pat's, Pat's busy working. We, we landed on the moon? What the fuck? Well, we've landed on the moon years ago. I, I mean, did conspiracy... We, did we, though? Well, exactly. But uh, conspiracy six theories foot, aside... Six inches... No, six feet of, of, of steel would take to hold, withhold the pressure to leave the atmosphere and land on the moon. That's fact. That is. I I don't disagree with Internet you. Says. You know, we, I don't I don't disagree with you about that. Right. But all I'm saying is, y what you've just said there about the FA, yeah. it's like, yeah, hello. Obviously, we yeah. know, it's obvious. That's what I meant by you've landed on the moon. I think it's like a, a reference to a dumb and like dumber movie. An obvious thing. Yeah, like dumb. And, no, no, I don't know. I, I get it. I get okay. It. So, uh, <laughs> so essentially, it's what they've done, well they've, they've asked for the the FA, uh, they've asked for the government to intervene, basically. So, I mean, th there's there's some points here that that they make, and, and the reason why it's it's fucked at the moment. So, the Premier League's financial power is a knock-on effect right through the football pyramid. Sorry, Flav. I what? think you need. I just want you to frame this for me, right? Right. Who's saying this? Where's this come from? These this, fine, we, we, we've spoke about this kind of stuff and we have been talking about reform. We've been talking uh, about the fact that we think that the AFA and these kind of bodies are out of touch. Yeah. And we've also, I mean, this is business as well. Mm. You know, we're in an area of social, video, everything's changing, technology's changing. This, I'm holding up my mobile phone, is 
the new TV, mm. the you know the TVs, God knows what the radio or yeah, something yeah. like that. Now the world's changing massively, but unfortunately, there's a lots of people that are actually in the influential positions, the ones that sit at the top of these pyramids, corporate pyramids, these institutional pyramids, and guess what? They've been living the easy life for years. They're out of touch. They're yeah. scared of change because you know what? They're happy with how they are. Yeah. They're happy with how it is. So. We've been talking about this from the FA, if you listen back to all our podcasts. So, yeah, completely agree with this. So what It's the, clearly the case, but where, who's, how are we, how's so, it out? So, so how so are they admitting you've got, this? You've got the Chairman uh, Treesman, you've got Chairman uh, Bernstein and, and Greg Dyke, all former uh, Chairman of, of, the of, of the FA. And what they, they wanted to change. They wanted to change the FA. So they wanted to do things. So they've been talking to each other. So Cronies what, around them haven't allowed them. So, so what, I'm, what you're saying right, what is saying. that some former heads of the FA... Yeah that have clearly been fighting against corporate red tape or at and, least saying that and resistance from the uh, from the ways of the old world and people that don't like things to be different yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, the types of people that sit there and try and push down yeah. fan media and yeah, all this yeah. stuff, right? That this whole elite because they don't understand it. So some of these guys have actually been talking to each other, sharing the fact their frustrations and have decided to try and create change mm. by outing what's actually going on there. Yeah, they're almost like five whistleblowers. So that what I they've like done. That. That's yeah. good. I mean look, I mean just so so that people are aware, this is the demographic of the FA board. It's made up of 122 members. 12 of them are over 80 years old. 92 are over the age of 60. Eight are women. So 122 people, 12 are over 80, 92 are over 60. Eight are so women. So that's 104 are over the age of 60. 60. Eight are women and are only four from ethnic minority backgrounds. Now, right. why, why that's important? Because it's supposed to be, this board is supposed to be representative of football throughout the country. Yeah. It's not. So how can it be? How can no. they understand the plight of a, a young man who, who's who's travelled from another country who's trying to make his way in football? How, how is that possible? How can they fully understand the plight of the women's game if there's only eight women in 100, 122? And how many of those 120 have any real power? Probably very few. Yeah. So so that's the issue. That's so one so, of the so issues. how are these people appointed? Sorry, do you know that? I don't know that. that. I don't yeah. know, no. I mean, uh, they're part of a council, so I'd imagine they'd have to be elected. Right, okay. Or it might be one of the things where you somehow... I mean, I don't know that, so I'm not going to speculate. Yeah. Much people will be going, well, you know, you know. <laughs> but, 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 so these are, these are the five points that... How are these people going to be helping the game grow and helping the game deal with the... Um, with the, the, the diversity, with the cultural evolution of society. Yeah, These people holding us back. Well, how's, how's it, like, I mean, I might be a, being, being a bit stereotypical here, right? Or a little bit presumptive. Mm. But how can these 12 over 80s understand the advent of digital media and its impact mm. in football? You, Mate, don't, you wouldn't expect them to. There's people that work in digital media that don't get it. Mm. There is. There's young people that kind of are able to connect the dots. So how the hell are these 12 people overrated? No disrespect to them. You wouldn't expect them to. You know, you wouldn't. It's, it's, it's madness. Okay. So, now, so it's actually 104 over 60. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know, that's tough, man. That's like, yeah. you if know, I, I was trying to explain Ball Street to my dad, who's over 60. Mm. And, you know, he was like, what the hell? And I was, so I had to then try and put it all in terms to him. Because he owned a garage. We owned a, um, he was a mechanic. He used to be a rally driver, actually, my dad. Uh, yeah, he was, Shut he, up. He was on grandstanding, like, I don't know, 1975 or something. What, you're living as a rally in, driver? In car, well, there wasn't, you know, we're talking about 1975. It's not like there was loads of money. It's not like rally driving's super 
you know, I mean, it's not like they're rock stars now, really, are they, in comparison yeah, to other sports? So back in 1975, there certainly wasn't much money in it. It's like he, Huddersfield's Colin McRae. Like that, yeah. He was like Wakefield's Colin McRae, but he used to, he, rose to get, he raced against people like Mika Hakkinen, and Nicky Lauda, wow. some famous people. And he was... Um, That's incredible. And he was on, um, like, the in-car camera at times on Grandstand. So mm. I don't know if you, back when I was a kid, you'd watch Grandstand and they'd always just have the in-car camera. It's not yes, like I do. it is I, now. Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, But yeah, so he used to do that. But he'd his car, he would drive home in that afterwards. You know, like the top few in the sport. Mm. They'd have teams, then they'd have spare vehicles and that kind of thing. Yeah. My dad would drive home in that car after racing it, you know, wow, and wow. sometimes rolling it and whatever. That's cool. Um, but anyway, I was explaining to going off point a little bit, but I was explaining it to him, and I had to, we, but we had a service station with that, and I was saying, it's almost like the way the world is at the moment and how fast it's progressing, it's like dog years. So in his terms, in terms of the garage, it's like one day you leave work, you come in the next day, and there's six other garages that are actually all next to yours, mm. and all the prices are different, and actually all of a sudden cars and petrol engines just stop and now all of a sudden it's nitro juice yeah. which is something that you actually don't have mm. but everyone kind of wants it that's how dynamic the marketplace is moving so to navigate change and to keep moving it's very difficult and i think it's hard for like we are um a business that's social that's digital that's video first mm. uh, mobile first so and it's difficult for us to keep pace, interpret, understand, and apply learnings. Mm. So how can how these people in the FA are able to get all this stuff? They don't. They just must turn up every now and again to some kind of thing where they meet the manager, they shake his hand, they have some kind of raffle because I imagine people at that age love a raffle. <laughs> you know what I mean? And one of them goes on with a, a Roy Hodgson, you know, signed. Badger or something. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, of course, absolutely. Like, it's they are living in a world that's completely far removed from all the kids that are growing up playing this game. All yeah. the young kids that have aspirations, and all the players that play for England. There's young guys that play for England. How are these people supposed to relate to him? How is the manager that these people thinks fit for the job supposed mm. to relate to these guys? That's why we had bloody Roy Hodgson in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, the whole thing's been a mess for a while. Well, so the, ma the major How are they issue remedy here it? is yeah. they, well, they, they claim that the FA, the, the claim is that the FA can't reform. It can't self-reform. There's so much cronyism. There's so much lack of understanding that it's impossible. And they must be so. Uh, so uh, you know, like they say you can't see the wood for the trees. Yeah. Even if they were really uh, wanting change, because yeah. a lot of times, like I've done a bit of trans. Um, um, what do you call it? Like change management within businesses, where you're trying to evolve and change. Like you've, like when I was at Talk Sport Magazine, one of the big things I did there was bringing Sport Magazine, That's you right. know, Sport Magazine, do, yeah. and we had to then bring that into our business. We had to change because Talk Sport was had a certain. Um, um, uh, perception and audience and then all of a sudden sport magazine had a very different perception and and a different range so how did you go about doing that that is interesting well, yeah so at, at that point in time i remember because the um the people that were in charge of talk sport they were they saw it a bit like that and they were like amazing let's buy sport magazine mm. let's what we'll do is we'll slowly change it because it's called sport and talks what's called sport. We'll slowly change it. So instead of a red logo, we'll make it yellow. And then slowly we'll start to introduce talk sport to it. So it becomes talk sport mag. And it's just like, what are you talking about? Mm. You've got a magazine here, right, that's considered to be upmarket. 
you've got a radio station that's considered to be down market. Mm. 80% of the brands that are working with this magazine, um, we're not working with at TalkSport. So that sport magazine doesn't need to change. We need to change. So we need to create a neutral body that's the experts on sport media rather than rather than you change sport magazine to become talk sport magazine so actually because you know you're just going to put off people so you actually need to be able to go and speak to advertisers and say oh look I'm with sport magazine and your Jaguar who've never spent with talk sport your Jaguar did you not realize that actually TalkSport's audience is a little bit more ABC one than you might have thought? So, so that I, I thought that we needed to change, first of all, yeah. rather than um, sport becomes TalkSport magazine. But then the other thing is you've got to integrate people within a business. You've got to integrate people within a cell. Um, and that doesn't just happen overnight. So what you kind of need to do is you need to go out there with a with a probably a period of stakeholder consultation. So you need to, so, so what that means is you probably need to have a series of conversations with people that are existing within TalkSport, existing within Sport Magazine. Mm-hmm. From that, you need to then ascertain some common themes, some common learnings, the kind of things that people are looking for. Then what you've probably got to do is go back to them, but then address them publicly and say, these are some of the things that you all want. And then you've got to give them a couple of quick wins. So if, if they're all kind of saying, we're worried about, I don't know, um, <coughs> bonuses, or we're worried about this, or we're worried about that, you know, the kind of things that employees talk about, yeah. then you've got to go and go, we've listened to you, and this is now the solution. So it's a quick win, then people start to get behind that, and then, yeah, you probably so take ha- it from there. No, but in terms how did that... So, so, so all I'm saying mm. is, so the point to then connect it to the FA... One more question about oh, that, on, though, if on, that's all right. Yeah. Um, how did that go? That once, so you, you there, there's the uh, solution, there, there's mm. the ideas behind why it's a good yeah. idea, how hard was it to actually convince people that what you were saying was the right idea, or was it easy? Um, so it was. It was. Um, it. I won't say it was. It took convincing, but um, I had to first of all convince the management team at Talksport slash UTV yeah. that that was actually the um, the thing that needed to happen. So we needed to create an entity that sat above Talksport and Sport Magazine. Mm. So they were brands that this trade-facing company represented because I then thought you could then make other acquisitions that could all fit under this sports portfolio. Yeah. Um, so once they were convinced, we then just had to create an identity that they were happy with. Um, I wanted it to be something cool, but it kind of ended up being UTV pitch because yeah. it was UTV. So we then created um, just some artwork that kind of you know would be then consistent across everything. And you know, so then people would have these things on their business cards and so on and so on. And then we we created certain properties that would be sold across both magazines. And how long did this take from when sport was bought to to, to actually getting it how you think it as close to your ideal way of it being run? Do you know Approximately. what? I can't remember, but it, it wasn't actually that long. No, it was less than a year. And we had some good wins. We got EA Sports and FIFA to do a cover app for Sport Magazine. Um, and like no betting brands had ever been in sports magazine we were able to yeah. to to because you what you have with print versus radio with radio you could actually go right let's do this go downstairs give it to alan brazil or adrian durham or wherever it was and it can go live because mm. you can deliver that verbally in a, in a in a live kind of medium but with print you submit it i forget but it was something like you submit it on a tuesday mm. it then goes to the printers and then it's ready for distribution on friday mm. so there's certain things that you have to plan with your editorial delivery of that because 
if you're talking about Wednesday's Champions League game and you get to print on Tuesday, you don't know the results on Friday, you'd look stupid. So the whole editorial of that has to be in line with the production. So it made betting, for example, a little bit more difficult because if betters, uh, gamblers typically are kind of interested in talking about odds. Um, so yeah, so you had to kind of, you know, you had to work with all but it was a success, yeah, it was good. It was good, and it sounds like quite a lot of thought and strategy goes into it, and mm. ultimately the most important thing is that people had to buy into what your vision was at that time. Mm. They, you had to get them to buy in. Yeah. So to bring it back to this, imagine how difficult it would be to get to get people to buy in yeah. in, in a system that doesn't have any kind of new thought or new 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 idea. Exactly. And, and, and these, are the, these are the five issues. Because people are resistant to that change. Yeah, You've got to have a no. big appetite for it and people have got to be. The management of the company is a really, like the, the leadership, the decision making is a key part of it. Yeah. Because that can completely undermine it. And to be honest, leadership, I think, and fucking I, I don't think I do it particularly well here, but leadership is a um, is pretty much I would say nine out of ten businesses mm. have got bad leadership. Really? You know? So the person at the top needs to be really focused on an outcome, a great result. Um, so I would expect that at the FA that's impossible. Yeah. So they've got to go outside of that organisation to create that pressure. So that's 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 exactly what they're trying to do. They're going to the government. They're asking for the government to interfere. In fact, the only way, the only way the government, the only way this can be fixed, this is according to Greg Dyke, this is according, according to Bernstein, according to Treesman, the only way that this can be fixed because the FA is so steeped in cronyism and, and, and counterproductive um, uh, kind of mechanisms and structure that the, the, the government have to interfere. They have to interfere. So hang on a minute, right? What you're telling me is that they want help, they want reform, mm. so they've gone to the government. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's, let's face it, the government, are they're on top of everything. Yeah. Their shit's tight, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they are in complete control. Yeah. What's that like? What's the equivalent of that? Uh, the equivalent... That's like going to Craig and asking him how to vlog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Craig, that's, oh, that's like going to Kathy uh, and asking her how to Facebook Live. Yeah. She ain't the person to ask for that because what? she doesn't... Like, Craig's not. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. What? what it's a, what, what are you, I mean, <laughs> I, I get, the, I get the, pro the problem is, Matt, right, is, is if they're not capable of it, the only entity that can do it is is the government because they Fuck. are within their... Yeah, they're within their... They they have the potential power to force the FA to change. They them. have a stage. The, pro I guess. the problem is with that. Jesus. The problem is with that, right? Yeah, it's stressing is, me out. Is what 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 precedent does that set? Because politics and football shouldn't 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 uh, uh, mix. And the actual um, the if FIFA has taken action against the government interfering in, in affairs to football before, which prevented it. Um, football's world governing body has rules stating that associations must be independent and avoid any form right. of political interference, which, uh, is, which yeah. is fair enough. Yeah. You know, in 1978, yeah. the, uh, the, 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 there was a junta in, in Argentina, a dictatorship, which yeah. had killed 30,000 people. Yeah. Right? And they used the World Cup to get the world's attention away from what was going on in the streets right. and towards the, uh, the, 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 the tournament. Yeah. So while Argentina were winning that competition, through a couple of dodgy results, which they probably, you know, they, beat, they needed to beat probably by four goals and they, they scored six. Right. Peru just folded. Um, they, they, they were managed to win this, 
this this World Cup and take all attention away from the horrendous things that were going on mm. in the country. Um, and that's the danger. That's the precedent that you're setting by allowing politics right. to get involved. Right. Then what do you do? Do you just persist with this 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 system that isn't working? Uh, I mean, just, yeah, I just mean, to finish, just quickly, the Premier League's financial power is a knock-on effect right through the, the the football pyramid. So they're saying that the FA currently is bending over for the Premier League constantly. Yeah, the FA is completely. Compl- the, the whole game is geared up to produce. A Premier League that's a great product to export, which mm. generates tons and tons of cash, and ultimately the the England team has been devalued to the point of no one cares about it. Like mm. we said the other day, probably the only people that care about it is the, the sponsors. Yeah, our good friends and good people at Vauxhall. They're probably the ones that actually genuinely care about it. Yeah, the the the, the FA clearly don't. They're well, not they trying just, to create. They did. They, the, they're not. There's. They've got no power. They can't do anything. No, because it's because the whole thing's like uh, uh, these people are just given raffles. Yeah. These people are just uh, are just. Uh, it's like the the opium. You can imagine them all just kind of asleep there. The Premier League is just kind of almost putting in some kind of like. Um, gas that puts them to sleep so they're all just asleep at the wheel Mm. whilst they're just kind of coining it in yeah cool let's you know sell this over there let's sell these rights over there let's create this powerful like thing and and the, the bloody these old people are asleep at the wheel can you imagine in this so I'm in this I'm in this this boardroom Right. What now? I'm an old boy. Okay. I'm an old boy, and um, and you're another old boy. Okay. And he's well, like, I, no, I'm not. No, I'm, 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 not old, I'm just a bit sleepy. I want to be a good. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, don't sleep. It's not going to work. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, an old uh, person wakes up. So, um, fucking Greg Dyke. He's been, he's been ringing me up again, hasn't he? Greg. Greg. You know. I the, don't remember Greg. Is that my nephew? So he's the chairman. So I'm trying to be an old person. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay. He's the chairman. He, oh, Greg! He reckons that we should uh, we young should, fella. Yeah, we should we should we should uh, challenge the Premier League. But, to what? You know, the Premier League apparently they've got too much power. A tombola. Yeah, <laughs> they they got they get they're too much power, too much power, and and, and you know they they're uh, they're spoiling the sport. They're not they're giving we they're forcing us to give them millions of pounds a year instead of funding grassroots football. But can you really be bothered? I mean, I've I'm going to bingo later, and I'm going to Guernsey. Yeah, Guernsey. Oh Good God! Can you get me a postcard and to do some lovely toffee? I'll bring you some toffee back. Awesome, some premium toffee. Let's uh, let's go back to sleep. Yeah, essentially that, 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 that's, that's the conversation. That's the conversation Can you be bothered? No. So, but I mean, look, we're not going to be able to answer this, and we've got to no. move on. But we're not going to be able to answer whether or not. Um, just whether or not. Uh, what, what? 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 You? I'm what just you saying that, like, I'm sorry, but the. the the government, okay, politics is out of date. Mm. Let me just say that again. Politics is out of date. Mm. This culture, yeah, yeah, the way that people act, the way that young people act is 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 moving at a faster, faster rate of evolution than it ever has. Yep. You think about it. Trends come and go now so fast. Language comes and goes so fast. So... The political system, however, getting laws passed, you know, the whole uh, electoral process, the whole way that councils, uh, the bureaucratic ways that paperwork takes and decisions, how decisions get made, Mm. is out of sync with society. Uh, In society, in young people, in this world of the mobile, what we, I should never move that again, uh, (laughs) other people 
Um, what we now expect, right, is to be able to go on your phone, sit there like that, and a pizza turn up at your door. Mm. You expect to go on your phone, swipe right a few times, and a hookup arrives at your door. You know, this is the world where this mobile phone and everything happens instantly. Now, I've just moved house. So I'm speaking to the D, the DVLA, right? And I've just gone, yeah, all right, guys, I've moved house. Can you change my... Ty did it for me, actually. Can you change my driver's license so my idea... Quite like, straightforward. Ty did it, brilliant, yeah, cool. Now, nice one. Now, now I've got to, I'm like, right, okay, well, I'm also, because I've moved house, my vehicle, can you just change it over so my vehicle logbook is registered for this house? No, sorry. It's like, yeah, but we've just sent you everything. Sorry, you need to actually go out. We need to send you a form. You need to fill in this form. You need to send it back to them. Like, yeah, but we've just done this for my thing. It's a different department. So just ring them up. Yeah, walk upstairs, I, sort it out. Exactly. But so that's what I'm saying. So the way that politics, the way that the the council, the way that the government, the way that the institutions work, right, is very, very fucking slow. Because these systems Theory were crack. put in place years ago, right, and these people that work in these places. They don't give a fuck. They don't. They just want life to be the same because they've got a pension and they've got the eye on. So, mm. so, so that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah. So all I'm saying is I love Greg Dyke and the five, the famous five, the FA five, yeah. getting together and pointing out the fact that there's a problem here. We need to organise around that. However, the government ain't going to get it done. No. I think as well as that is the precedent it sets is dangerous. Yeah. However, right, I'm for fucking change, right? Mm. This is the kind of thing that we should be fucking taking on. Um, I don't mean Ball Street podcast. I mean fans, yeah. yeah. Because together, we actually, we have the power. You know what I mean? And collective, you think about it. What we are, we're a business. So we're making a media company out of passionate fans that have got something to say, that understand social media, that are building communities around them, uh, around their shared passions, and that, are, that are, when we employ all that stuff together, we're able to do amazing things. We're able to generate trends. We're able to generate views. We actually can can take items and raise that to the top of the agenda. Mm. Now, I'm not saying we can sit here and storm City Hall going, you know what I mean, FA out and banging on the windows and interrupting bingo. Yeah. I'm not saying we can do all that maybe stuff. We should. But maybe we should. Mm. Because the government oh my god can you just imagine the, the hours that they'll spend because it's the bloody government deliberating over this stuff it'll ruin it it does need change the whole of football needs restructuring for me I, I'd love to do it but I'm just not sure that they're the guys to get it done I agree I agree alright um, so we're going to move on to the Leicester I'm talk about Liverpool and Everton game. Or Everton, Leicester, Liverpool, Liverpool and Everton game. How's <laughs> this game? This is how I'm changing gonna, football. Yeah. Three teams. Three teams. Multiple system. Fire. I like the fire. And strippers. Oh, God. Um, so Everton play Liverpool, don't they? Um, at, they're, they're at the Merseyside Derby. Yeah. And, and I've got my one of my the big things that gets me hard in football, right? I'm sorry, I'm getting <laughs> Getting really uncomfortable. Right, right. Sorry. Let me. Re- re- the things. That, one of the things that excites me about football. <laughs> Why right? are you doing it again? Well, what, what, just using a, 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 one a, of the things I find what's most. What's it called? Sorry, I need the word. A euphemism. A euphemism. What, one of the things I find most interesting about football, right, is yeah. the rivalry. Uh, the, the the things that exist within the brain, right. The, the hatred. The hatred is one of the things. The things that trigger you to go fucking high. Well, what's 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 the most amazing things? What what are the most interesting things in life? The most interesting mm. thing about life is the ones that make you feel uncomfortable. It makes you feel excited. It makes you feel scared. It makes. You... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're horny. Yeah. Those are <laughs> those are the most important things it's, in life, right? Yeah. And hatred. Hatred's an important one. Conflict is theater. Yeah. Exactly. All great theatre has element of conflict, be it um, internal, be it external, be it you know the the. I'm trying to think of something that isn't. What? It's the good guys and the bad guys. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, kind yeah. of Luke Skywalker against the Emperor and all that kind of Tottenham, stuff. Tottenham, Arsenal, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, Huddersfield, Leeds, Leeds. Um, so, but what's really interesting about the the, the Everton Liverpool rivalry, and I, and I didn't really realise this until recently because I've been researching it. Um, you know, my my perception. What's your perception of that derby? How, how is it seen generally, stereotypically? It's called yeah. the friendly derby, isn't it? Yeah. So that, that's the one. Like I remember growing up, and we obviously like football was always segregated, and and my earliest memories was at Huddersfield's old stadium, and I used to love the watching the away end explode when they scored a goal so like people like Sheffield United Wolves travelling really well big big support and something incredible about that it was shite when there was about like 50 people there Mm. still fun to watch Mm. but when there were um, huge amounts of crowd and the atmosphere I remember Bolton man they used to come and this guy climbing up the floodlights right and and just putting his trousers around his ankles right and then the police all coming he's climbing down so the police come into the bottom of the floodlight he sees them he climbs back up (laughs) they go away and he he just goes on all game and I remember as a kid watching that and but it was segregated is this Mm. is what my answer to your question is it was segregated Mm. and I guess that my Liverpool Everton it wasn't Mm. that was the one game where it was mixed and yeah. they'd sit together. Yeah. So they're pals, aren't they? And families that have Liverpool mm. and Everton fans. Like, so that's that right? exactly it. The perception is that they are the friendly derby, um, that the Liverpool and Everton are split through family. Mm. So a lot of them will share share teams, the households will share the teams. So yeah. be a brother that supports Liverpool, a sister yeah. that supports Everton, yeah. or whatever it might be. And because of that, you obviously have to get on with your siblings. Um, mostly, right? yeah. you know, separate. Generally, you'd assume yeah, yeah. that would be the right thing to do. Yeah. Uh, so they would go to the game, they would sit together, and that's yeah. it. And 
in small pockets that does happen yeah. in the world. But that these two teams, and, and this is what's interesting to me, they hate each other. They they, they, they do. Oh, they actually what, hate each other. Certainly, the 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 uh, Everton have, certainly hate Liverpool. So so the Everton hate, so the hates from the one that's that's traditionally the lesser the lesser and, and just for Everton fans out there we're not saying that in a no, in a bad way because we love an underdog I know I do well there's parallels between Tottenham and Arsenal and, and Everton and Liverpool definitely and I, I, I would have a much closer affinity with an Everton fan than I would a Liverpool because of the dynamic between yeah. between the relationships just of those because teams. you're also a loser well just that we've been lower than than than, <laughs> than, than Arsenal for a long time yeah um, but you know we, we have more credentials, so, 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 supporters, so, or whatever. So, 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 sorry, just to check. So on Monday night they're playing. Yeah. Are they crowd segregated or are yes. they mixed? They've been segregated for oh, many, have many they? years. They're so it's decades. Just, there was there was one. On. There, there's 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 a famous game. Craig, look that up somehow. There's, there's a, it, I don't think you can. Please, Craig. Have you got a phone? <laughs> there's, a fa- there's a famous game in 1989 where the, the Wembley where the, where people sat together. Um, remember, this was at a time just after Hillsborough, so there was this cut, this city coming was together, and there is a mutual respect between yeah. the clubs. There, well, with that, the justice for for '96, yeah. they Everton fully support that, and of it's course. the city against yes. the sun. There is sort of, there is you know. there is that thing in, inside Liverpool, Merseyside, that the, that they uh, this basically this is my opinion. This is based on the conversations I've had with Everton Liverpool fans in the run up to this podcast and. The other bits and pieces. Who have doing. you spoke to? I've spoken to Redman TV, Toffee TV, mm. uh, a couple of other people that aren't in football media, right. just to get an, uh, an idea about how it is. And the crux from Everton's perspective, mm. right, and this is something I didn't know, is that they feel a little bit annoyed at Liverpool fans because back when Everton were one of the best teams in Europe, mm. This is during... Uh, 19... Eight, so, yeah, so, so about 84 to 87. Yeah, so Everton won the... Um, the league. They won the FA Cup in 1984. Right. This is one I used to know about football. Mm. In and, and I think that... Is that the year that they won the Cup Winners' Cup yeah, I think, against... Yeah, I don't know the exact date, but it's Andy around... Andy Gray got like... Yeah, well, well, they had Kevin Sheedy. Yeah, they, you know, good side. Some great players. And then they lost players. to Man U, didn't they, in the 85 Cup Final. And then did they play Liverpool in the 86 and they maybe lost to Liverpool in the final? That was at Ian Rush. testing my knowledge. I don't yeah. know. You okay. could be saying anything. I remember, no, what I'm saying is they were a great side at Absolutely. that time. And then Liverpool, um, the Heisel disaster. Because then Lineker played for them as well. That's right, yeah. yeah. And he was then sold to Barcelona, I think. And then Spurs right. brought him back. Whatever. Yeah. But, 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 um, but what happened was mm. uh, that the Heisel disaster happened. England English clubs and got that was eighty five, maybe was that around that time? Yeah. yeah, English clubs got kicked out of Europe for yeah. a finite amount of time, maybe yeah. a few years, ten years, twenty was years, it? or something. No, long, less than that. ten years, I think it was. Was it okay? Something like I know it was like mid 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 nineties when they came back in, but and during that time, Everton feel as fans, they feel that their club. Were denied the the adulation and the the glory of of, of being all conquering in Europe. Right. So that in its own is you can yeah. see where the irritation might they come. Conquer everything in Europe. They conquer. The they could have cup. done. I'm saying they could have done if they were allowed to play in Europe. Yeah. Because I, of the highs of the yeah, yeah, of course. Because eighty-six, they were a good side then. Exactly. And 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 yeah. and, and what they don't I like about that. Liverpool fans yeah. is that obviously Liverpool won it five times. Yeah. And they feel that the, the Liverpool fans shut shut that down their throats. And when Everton were denied ah, that opportunity. That's so interesting. That's, I never thought about that. No, nor had I. And that, right. that's a part of that that hatred why, right. they, why they dislike each other. Wow. Okay. Um, and then obviously you got the general thing of, of Everton constantly be, finishing below Liverpool. Yeah. I um, mean, there, there was a, there's an article written by. Um, there does become Sam. that kind of thing as well, you know, like you, 
where a team or you must have it with with Tottenham yeah whereby especially given what happened last season when even when you feel like you've got there because mm. you were like we're going to win the league and it was like oh shit we're not going to win the league but at least we're going to finish with Arsenal mm. fuck not again yeah. now and it must get to the stage where there becomes like a limit in belief like yeah. you almost feel like you can't get there that's impossible yeah and I, and I guess for those rivalries where and, and you have this it's, it's all sports really where there's a dominant team or there's a you know there's that big brother kind of thing you know you could have a younger kid who's maybe harder he might go to the gym more but that big brother kind of always has that mentality where I can beat him because he's my little brother and the little brother's like I'll have a go but that's my big brother it's like it gets inbuilt in you. Yeah, but one day the little brother will spark him out, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. that Everton and Tottenham will eventually finish above our rivals. But it went to a great article from Sam Maguire on Nanfield Index, and he wrote an article okay. from a Liverpool fan's perspective about how um, it kind of hit him trying to get his head around the, 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 the hatred and, and the real vitriol between yeah. some Everton and some Liverpool fans. It has to be said that there are Liverpool and Everton fans that get on fine as well. But, yeah. um, but one, one of the things that he said that resonated... Um, with me and made me hate Liverpool a little bit more than I do because I don't I've got as a football club not much, much time for them because for Liverpool just irritate me yeah mm. I've, because again I can see the parallels between them and Arsenal yeah um, and they said uh, neutral yeah you're like a neutral. I'm a neutral I so this this is a comment from the article football is stressful and tense but when the derby dull day rolls around it lightens the mood. The overconfidence of Evertonians set themselves up for a fall every single time. Their small club mentality makes it so easy. The DVDs when they finish above us, the printed t-shirts, the whole cheering on Man City goal at Goodison Park when you've still got a chance of finishing in the Champions League positions to openly admit that a Liverpool loss is better than an Everton win. This, that's from someone who hasn't had to, to deal with the abuse yeah. and the teasing and, and, and the... Um, the, just the arrogance of yeah. a club that, that, that consistently finishes. Yeah. There's a reason why a Liverpool win feels a Liverpool loss feels better than an Everton win because they just know shut all, them up. all the people that have dug you out over the years are feeling yeah. pain. Then of course that's going to feel yeah. better. I would go on record as saying that I feel as good about an Arsenal loss as I do a Spurs win because I, I grew up in Holloway with 25 years. Go of, on, Flav. 25 years of these pricks. <laughs> Fucking giving me shit. I grew up. I went to Highbury Grove School. Yeah. Well, I don't want my dad and mum yeah. thinking abusive. That was. I think yeah. they should have. T- they should have fixed my problem. I went to Highbury Grove School. I was. I was. A, I, was a, I was a white. A little white boy with long blonde hair in a tough school. Right. They should have taken me out. Not least because they out, out, out of school and put me in a safer school. <laughs> but they didn't. They left me in there and it toughened me up. But what I'm saying, right? What I'm saying here, Matt, is, is I have grown up around Arsenal fans giving me shit yeah. all my life. So when they lose, it feels good. And I will not apologise for that. And nor should any Everton fan. So there you go, that's my feeling. Wow, that was intense. Mm. Uh, I like. I fucking hate Liverpool. I hate Arsenal now. You, I'm converted. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like that in Bull Street, the, the slowly conversion towards hating hating Arsenal. You ask James, I've done it to him. It's, you poisoned James. Yeah, poisoned James. You poisoned or cleansed him. him. We've got a few Arsenal fans here though, haven't we? It's tough, man. A lot of Arsenal fans. Yeah, it's tough. It's I mean, just look, one man's opinion. Like, like for me, as a um, as someone that really has got, he's a neutral and just sits there in the lower leagues, yeah. um, I kind of, 
I, I love those rivalry games, you know. I, I love being a... Uh, they're always better to watch. I love Everton versus Liverpool. I love Spurs versus Arsenal. You do tend to root for the underdog a little bit um, because you kind of... Everyone likes it. It's boring when David... Uh, sorry, when Goliath beats a hundred Davids but it's nice that one day where you know he throws a rock and like mm. you said the, the little brother sparks him out so um, yeah but but the, but the rivalry games because people care so much because you've had all that because people like that Anfield Index write articles like that mm. and help build it up it just creates beautiful theatre yeah it creates these amazing games and and that's why you know Batman needs the Joker. Yeah. You know, uh, God needs the Devil. Mm. Um, you of course, know, you do, you need, you need Rangers to... need Celtic. Mm. They, they need each other because th these are the things that define us. And that's what was crazy. You know, I know it's going to point a little bit, but Scottish football when Rangers and, and uh, were relegated down to the whatever league it was, yeah. and Celtic were kind of actively obviously lobbying and trying to get that through and everyone was kind of taking delight in that and it's just like I'm not being funny but but the Scottish Football League you guys have kind of got to really work as a collective yeah, here in a way because that rivalry was what is watched around the game everyone loved Alford I remember being at university and this is before I knew Stu mm. this is before I'd been to an old firm game so I wasn't entirely vested in it but I remember at university, and you obviously used to watch a lot of football at uni, you used to love Bobby Robson's Ronaldo uh, Barcelona kind of team. Mm. But we used to be fucking delighted for the old firm games because it was amazing. People would be losing their shit. Yeah. People would be falling off the top tier. Mm. You know, players would be getting multiple red cards. You'd have goalkeepers kind of grabbing folk by the throat. It, it was fucking amazing. Rivalry games are amazing because people lose their shit because there's so much at stake yeah. and because all year people go don't care what you do as long as you beat them bastards yeah. so rivalry games are awesome yeah. and although I'm sorry but you've had to deal with a lifetime of it yeah. it's kind of worth it because as a neutral I like to watch that yeah, no, <laughs> look it's my, my personal and there'll be untold reasons what I haven't explained yeah. why Liverpool don't um, you know kind of hate uh... so as you heard on that Flav knows Flav knows about Absolutely. rivalry Flav knows about if you want. <laughs> about if you want. After all that, there won't be many people that want to watch it. Now, so we we did this as a competition the other week, didn't yeah. we? And we want to run it one more time before we give it away. We've had quite a few entries on it. How do people enter, Flav? All they have to do is go to the Long Ball Street uh, YouTube channel. The full video. The full video, Long Ball Street. Um, just type it into YouTube and you find it. Just scroll down; it's there. Or Isn't find the link in the description below yeah. to this video yeah. as well. Or if yeah, so if you're listening on the podcast. Yeah. Go to the Long Ball Street on, like on YouTube. Just and, said. Yeah, and you could also, <laughs> yeah. there'll probably be a link in the description of the podcast as well. Um, but you now, do, now you, Flav you, designed these himself. He came true. in one day going, guys, that's not true. Guys, you know that I'm a, a big deal on talking balls. That's true. <laughs> that part's <is. laughs> Then, um, and, uh, yeah, he basically printed these. Now, we've got two of these. Um, Only one, one's you sleep in one. I sleep in one of them every single night. Mm -hmm. Ty will be washing it now. Yeah, it's probably on the line. Like the Ty, is that? She, um, she's okay with that. She's fine with that. Okay, fine. She but says hi. Okay. Yeah, I know. You she said hates that. me, by the way. Oh, no, don't hates worry. me. You'll work it out. Hates work me right out. now. You can't. Um, I mean, she's not going anywhere. But yeah, it's. Um, I don't know. Not with. 
She might take my daughter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she won't. She, she won't. Me. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> um, the, uh, yes, yeah, so, so yeah, go, all you have to do, go to the comments on the Long Ball Street YouTube channel, t ha hashtag Flav knows, all right? And you can win it. Yeah. Good luck. Just for the record, this isn't like me bigging up myself, all right? I'm just a bit conscious of people misreading what this is. Okay, all right. Um, let's, go, let's, let's cover the boxing. Yes. Joshua. So in fact, was it not pod questions? And that, actually, do that first? And that led us into the boxing. All right, okay, let's do that. All right. Um, so uh, the pod questions. Right, the hashtag look. pod questions. Oh, give me these. All right, sorry. So so the first thing I just wanted to say, um, Nyla Cage listens to the show every week. She was listening to the Fighting Cop, big Spurs fan. Nice. I'm probably not allowed to win two Flav affiliated podcast t-shirt competitions a week, but I want that shirt, this one, in her life. That's strong. She won another competition what on, on she, the other pod. What did she win? Uh, an so, art so, football t-shirt. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So uh, I'll just, it's just a nice thing to say. As yeah, well. it's a lovely it's thing to I, say. I enjoy. So you've got, she's a fan. She's a big fan, I think, and me and mo mostly James, really. So I think she's got a thing for James. Yeah, how can you not? Um, yeah, only, I fancy him. She's only human. She is. Um, but the difference between myself and Nyla is I can have James whenever I want. <laughs> and she's just got to wait for it. For, for you decide. Just imagine what that might be like. Yeah. It's not okay. a bit of a letdown. So, so, um, but that's not a pod question, is no, it? That's I just, just to say it. It's just, you just wanted to, to tell people that you get complimented. All right, and this is kind of reference back to the other thing. Uh, Garrett, he says, can you rank the teams that you hate m most on the next podcast? A little commentary about what you'd expect fans of other clubs to say. But not like Man United and Liverpool fans hate each other, some more unexpected things. So like Flav, I know you hate Arsenal and Chelsea, but do you hate other non-Spurs London teams? Do you right. dislike Man United or Liverpool okay. or West Ham and Palace? It's who a long you, question. He's basically saying, who do you hate outside? Yeah. Of, is there any? Have you got any weird reasons why you hate certain football clubs? God, okay, I wish I'd prepared this. Let me think, who do I hate? I, I hate, um, while you're yeah. thinking, yeah, I, I, um, I've got an issue with Liverpool because they're the exact, exact same thing as Arsenal yeah. from the North, which I've gone over. Yeah. Um, I, I dislike um, uh, of, of, uh, West Ham, but that's, that's an obvious reason. I never liked Charlton. How can you not like Charlton? I know, I'm kind of glad that they're going through what they're going Charlton through. Charlton are the most inoffensive, nice family club Always tried to play football that's the what right I, that's way. That's why I fucking hate. So <laughs> bloody nice, isn't it? Yeah. Don't get on anybody's nerves. They just yeah. plod along. Yeah. Have some fucking spite. Actually, that said, that any oh kind of their God. firm members that hear any of that, just yeah. don't take it to the lengths of coming and they killing They don't you. have a firm. Don't prove that isn't the case as well <laughs> either. Like basically, both of us want to get out of this podcast alive. You got anything? Oh my God, who do I hate? You don't hate anyone, so you're a nice you know guy. What? No, I hate... Me with your hatred for James. I think that my... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, <laughs> I know, but I actually love him. It's just a joke. Yeah. Um, I think that um, as as most Huddersfield fans would say, hate Leeds United. We only hate Leeds United. Yeah. Hate Leeds United. We only hate Leeds United. I hate Leeds as well. Yeah. Everyone hates Leeds. Yeah. Um, Dirty Leeds. But I also hate Bradford, and I kind of hate Bradford more because Bradford have never, they've never been shit. They've never won shit. They've never been shit. They're the bantams. Now, for crying out loud, right? They're little chickens. They're shit chickens. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like, how are you even... They, and they try and talk down to us because they was in the Premier League for like two fucking years. You're shit chickens. You're shit. You're just a shit chicken. The kit. Do you know what the kit colours are? <laughs> yeah, they're burgundy and orange or something. Amber, Amber. and burgundy. Right, right. What the fuck kind of colours are they? Shit. Amber and... Ambundy and Burg Amber and Burgundy, mm. shit chickens, never won anything. Um, no history, really, to speak of. Mm. 
and they try and talk down to us. We won the league three times in a row. We won the FA Cup, and now we're going up. We are the town. Oh yes, we are the town. <laughs> town the days, my friend. You know, I thought they never ran. We won liked. the league three times in a row. <laughs> we won the. Yeah. Okay. Did you sorry. ask if you're one? What's that? I only ever like met two Yorkshiremen that I've liked. And who are they? <laughs> you're, you're one. Okay. And my mate Tim. Oh, who's yeah. Tim's support? All the others have found quite aggressive. <laughs> we sound aggressive. It's it's but yeah, but we're not. We're, we're actually very nice, soft, humble people. Um, but yeah. but yeah, so I'm very, very passionate about coming from Yorkshire. I've noticed. Yeah. Like that when I've been to gigs in Yorkshire, the the chant of Yorkshire, Yorkshire goes up. It's always odd to me. Mm. It's like me, I've never heard in London yeah. people going, London, <laughs> London. <laughs> what? Why? Yeah, we're, we're just proud. It, we call it God's country. Yeah, that's a bit arrogant. It is, but it's... Uh, it's a great name, though. That is yeah, a great name. It is if God's there's country. An, something you want to talk about. Although I do like God's the country. Garden of England for Kent. That's quite cool. That the Garden of England. Yeah, uh, is there any others? Like what? what um, don't like Lancashire. You know, I'm not big well, fan. I, I do, but it's... Why'd you just go it's the just, We have the toilet. War of the Roses. Of course you did. I can't even know one. I think they might have won, but anyway. Got another question. Go on. Daniel Sims. Pod He's, questions. Pod questions. Sorry, hashtag pod questions. So send in your pod questions to us. We'll answer them in the pod next week. It'll yeah. be a little feature of the show. People like asking questions. Yeah. Um, on last week's pod, the, uh, you discussed the possibilities of McGregor versus Mayweather dream match. You've got some ideas about that, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, so my question, series of questions, is, and they, we'll do quick answers here, all right? Not, let's not discuss it too far. Okay. It's, all, uh, it's all about the long-awaited dream match between Flat, Flav and Matt. So, so people want us to fight each other. What? Yeah, apparently that's something that, that... I mean, I'm doing it, but I'm only doing it naked. So that'll put you off. And I'll be buttered. <laughs> uh, so the first question... Well, so I slip all over <laughs> you. Yeah, you won't be able to get any purchase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so which discipline would you fight in? MMA, boxing, sumo, or who knows? Ooh. Well, I think sumo would be... Um, We'd be shit at sumo. We'd be us. shit at sumo. It would be quite funny to watch though, because we'd both be in Y from slipping all over be, each other. Be, yeah, that would be a great spectator sport, I'm sure. I think my uh, erection might f- freak you out. Flat. And I will win that way. <laughs> it's the only way I can win. <laughs> Come on. Um, right, and so, so, so is, it, is it MMA? It's MMA, isn't it? Because that's what you like. I'd prefer to fight as M- MMA. Yeah. If we had to fight, I'm not going to win any kind of fight. So, um, all right, MMA is fine. So would it be an arena, a stadium, or a strip club? It'd have to be a strip club. Great question. We're not going to fill a stadium, are we? I, do you know what? Because I'd be on. Unco- I'm not really a fan of strip clubs. Um, no. Like uh, you know, I'm. I'm not. Been there, I have been in them, but I'm not a fan of them. Nor am I. That's a lie. Um, I. I would have to say it'd have to be the strip club car park, <laughs> parking lot yeah. of a strip club. Put a plastic down. Yeah. It's like Fight Club. All right. Uh, what, would you, what would your entrance music be? Great. You got one. Mine would be "Bring the Bring the Ruckus" by Wu Tang Clan. Bring the ruckus. Bring your motherfucking ruckus. Bring it and not be naked. Do you know what? I, I can't remember now if it was UFC or if it was boxing. I was watching, uh, but somebody came out to a fight at the weekend, and initially it was the Jaws music, which I quite liked. Nice. That sounded good. Tyson used to come out with no music at all. That is fucking gully. Yeah. Isn't that it? Is. Tyson, but that the whole thing about Tyson, the black shorts, yep. the the no the, the hostility, the way that you know it was always like literally down to brass tacks. I'm gonna fucking knock you out, like, mate. That's it's, it's fuck all the shit, fuck the gimmicks. I'm coming here and I'm gonna destroy you. That is terrifying. Yeah, it, it would terrify me. And that's what he used to. He used to build up that image because he the, the what was the guy called that used to train him like from 15 to is it uh, um, D- Demato? What's yeah, it called? Uh, uh, what's his fuck, I know this shit. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Custer. 
custom custom customato or something like that anyway so, so he he helped Just build that whole Tyson image and what he used to say was they're going to be beaten before they get in the ring yes, with you which yes. they were yeah. like there have been a lot of them with Connor is he and Mayweather beats them yeah yeah so they're beaten before they get in there mm. but the um, I want to change it from Jaws actually to something I said a minute ago cool. which is LL Cool J I'm going to knock you out right. that would be good because I would not knock you out not intimidating though not intimidated by that <laughs> at all right. but who would win I think it'd be a draw oh, <laughs> yeah thanks there we go it didn't mug me off you could have mugged me off. No, we did been a draw. We anyway, let's let's let's. We would on. never Let, fight. Let's do Mayweather. We would never fight Mayweather. Uh, although, I mean, you have attacked me a couple of times in the office. Mayweather <laughs> or McGregor? Uh, no, sorry, sorry, no, that isn't the question. The what? question is. Um, is this a pod question? No, no, this is. We're just moving. But on did someone now. ask a hashtag pod question? I thought no, they did on Mayweather. Connie, you said it was that. That was. Oh, it. that's it. Yeah, right. Okay. Mayweather. But anyway, fine. So, so you, I, I. I, sh I, I, I said that I wasn't convinced it was a good idea. I think yeah. in a boxing ring, Mayweather about McGregor, and in an MMA ring, it would tap him out in about five seconds. Yeah. So what you said you come up with some sort of middle ground here that may, yes. that may placate me. Yes. Go on. So this is the solution for the fight. So Connor, I don't think we're Connor uh, Floyd. I know you both watch. You are both big fans of the show, and I'm actually trying to set up a call with Connor McGregor. Kid you not. Are I'll you really? Work on that. Yeah. You. This on is what? coming on the podcast. For this. For this, mate. Just. Hold that anyway. Like, let's not worry about that. That'll happen. You just got subscribe. I'm working on something Stay for you. Stay tuned. I'm working on something for you. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Andy Booth. What? Yeah. Is that real? Would, who would you rather I, speak to? It is real. I'm working fuck. on it. McGregor or Bo Andy Booth? Who would you rather talk to? Well, I think Andy Booth's my. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it him? Andy Booth. I fucking love Andy Booth. Wait, all right. Let's. He was not, hold that. Pause yeah, it. Pause okay. that for. Carry on. So, um, what were we saying? Conor McGregor. So the good thing is we chatted about this on a podcast, a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah. Got a lot of comments. Yeah. People were, some guy was going a little bit angry at me for suggesting yeah. that this wouldn't just be an absolute cakewalk for Floyd. I'm not angry, um, but I agree. That it but would, yeah, of course it would. in a boxing ring, yeah. you've got a fancy Floyd because Floyd is, is an undefeated as a boxer. He's beaten the best of the best, admittedly. No one's got near him, really. He ducked Manny Pacquiao for 10 years, as far as I'm concerned. Dude, people are going to come did. and kill you. No, I sensitive initiative. He did, he did. Oh. Of course he fucking did. Oh. This, is the, this is my issue with Floyd, mm. right? Is that Floyd, may, we, we all wanted that fight, and this is my issue with boxing full stop, mm. is that the political, the, the split of belts and organisations means that it's political rather than the best having to fight the best. So I think That's that the public 100%. are shortchanged time and time again with boxing. That's the kind of the good thing about the UFC mm. um, in that the 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 best fighters tend fight to fight. Other, yeah. When someone enters the UFC from another organization, uh, they tend to get a tough fight. People like Carlos Condit that's come in, people like Shogun Rua, um, lots of people when they've come into the UFC, they've come in and rather than people like Mirko Krokop, they haven't been handed a can right, like yeah. you get in boxers. Right. They're handed a fight yeah. and they have to fight their all way I, in. All I would say to that, I know, I know you're in a minute. There's more point. to come yeah, here, but course. UFC uh, all, it is quite, still quite young in its sport and it hasn't been mm. corrupted. But the well, minute there'll be the minute multiple organisations, if that if UFC has ever split, 
then that then all of that with all the yeah. politics would be horrendous. Well, but sorry, a, carry on. There's a different whole story and thing about that with yeah. fighters unions, with Dana White as a president of an organization that's been going for a period of time but is now entering a new phase of life. Yeah. And whether he's, in my opinion, the right guy to be in charge of that type of a business and company. Yeah. Because it's entering, it's like the NFL now. Yeah. It's like it's a different organization to what it was. He ran it. In fact, we won't get into it now, yeah, but yeah. there's a whole conversation about that stuff. So you're right. It's mm. interesting. I think that they've got, they're going to have some growing pains for this next phase. So what, talking, where was you? I interrupted you. Yeah, we're talking about McGregor yeah. and, Flo and Floyd, right? So people spoke about this. But so obviously, Floyd's undefeated in boxing. He's amazing. He's very good at not getting hit. Um, so to sit here and say that a, a, a guy, mm. Conor McGregor, who's not just been training boxing, mm. does train it, but not just been training boxing, yeah. but has been training all these other disciplines, and as well as the other disciplines, because in MMA, it's not just we're boxing, oh, now we're grappling, oh, now it, I'm in a submission hall, it's not that. Yeah. There's the, um, the gaps between these disciplines. So MMA wrestling is difficult to wrestling. MMA striking is difficult, is different, sorry, to boxing, right? So, but what Connor's been doing, Floyd, for all his life, has been practicing this particular art. Mm. Connor has been working on everything to do with fighting. Yeah. So to ask Connor, who's been spending all his time on all these other things, to go in and fight in boxing rules, right? You'd be mad to say that Connor's going to win. Yeah, still could because Connor McGregor's a fucking enigma, mm -hmm. and who knows what Connor can and can't do. But you'd I would, I'm not going to say. But but the best bet has got to be Mayweather. Absolutely. If it's in a boxing ring in boxing rules. Right. If it's in an MMA octagon, yeah. right, and it's MMA rules, Connor wins easier than Floyd wins in okay. boxing, right? Fine. First of all. Now, so how could these two actually fight? Because right. the the thing that makes things happen in this world is what? Money. Exactly. So money's not necessarily the the root of everything. Uh, money gets stuff done. It gets stuff done. So there's enough money to be made on what would be the biggest pay-per-view. It'd be the biggest sporting event in the world ever, bar none, for the simple fact that Conor McGregor is now the biggest name in fucking sport yeah. right now. That, okay? Absolutely. So how do, how do you create a fucking level playing field? Yeah. This is what I think the answer is. Right. The answer is you fight in a boxing ring, you fight with boxing rules, but you wear MMA gloves. <laughs> you look disappointed. No, 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 no. I'm, boxing, not, I'm not disappointed. Let me tell you why. Boxing gloves, right? He'd break his hands, wouldn't he? Well, box no, because fucking MMA fighters hit each other all the time and but knock not people out, and then knock people out with MMA gloves on. Well, so so boxing match with MMA gloves, that's it. Yeah. So, and this is why it's simple, right? Because boxing gloves are like twelve ounces or something like that. <laughs> and you watch, you watch Chisora versus yeah. thing at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. People can take a lots and lots of blows well, before they get knocked out. Absolutely. However, in MMA, if you get hit clean then pretty much, pretty much you're, you're out, you're unable to defend yourself, and it stops. So... I see what you're saying. Why don't you put that? Because Connor yeah. can fucking hit, right? And if he lands one, it's different for Floyd getting yeah. hit. Do you, no, no, do you no, see no, what I'm saying? It. I get it, right? I, I get it, right? Because if you're, if you're boxing with gloves, uh, Mayweather would be able to probably take a, if, like multiple blows from McGregor, especially if they're scuffs and cuffed yeah, and yeah, one, and, and they're glancing them, you know, rolling them off. But the would he be able to take one or two off of mitts? 
Conversely, off, 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 a, off a four ounce, is it four or six? I, I forget. Don't know. But but off a off a lighter MMA glove. Gloves, yeah. Because the impact is that the cushion in a boxing glove means I that wonder, that the blows not as much. Mayweather would even consider exactly. It. But that is the answer. So I need to tell Connor this. Go and tell because him because Connor can this make this happen. Phone call that you're going to have. Could you tell him then? I don't. Think, I think he would fucking fight him regardless. He'd fight him in a bear pit. Of course he would. I would say I think as long I, as I was, there's fucking money involved. I thought that that's you could, the, the you could have like a baby and a baby grow on each other's back, and then and that would. Or, or they could kind of have, have a girl, have a girl standing on their shoulders, mm. and they could be in a swimming pool in Tenerife or something like that, or Ibiza. Yes. Choose your destiny. No, but but seriously though, that I think would be the best way to do it. So you have it's a it's this. in a it's in an oct- it's in a uh, boxing ring. It's boxing rules, so Connor can't kick, Connor can't grapple, Connor can't do anything that Floyd doesn't know how to do. However, the gloves are light, so that if he gets hit, he, he gets hurt. He just so, makes it different. So go on, predict, concisely predict, do you, what happens? First round knockout, Connor McGregor. <laughs> I'm just, no. I think what happens. Go on, what do you think? Is that I still think Connor McGregor's face turns to mush. Hmm. I think it'd be so dangerous. I think it'd be so interesting to fucking watch. Because again, right, so Connor's stance, right? Connor's stance. What gets seriously fucking hurt? Whether Mayweather. What? They can't get seriously hurt in boxing. They can't get seriously hurt in MMA. What are you talking about? What's it? It's not different. Yeah, you're right. It's not different. They're, they're, they're two men, right? That are trained to fight. I think that that are trained to, to, to exactly. I think that's that the solution. The way to do it. Let us know in the comments below you if think? you think that that's the solution. Who would win? Or if we're talking crazy now. I know there's some of you that have got a real um, issue. Issue with well, you've got boxing heads and you've got MMA heads, yeah, and, and they kind of con- yeah. The, oh. pro- the, the issue with that, the, the reason, the problem with you being principled around boxing or principled around MMA, but principled around boxing especially, is boxing. Boxing is the most corrupt uh, nonsense of, of a sport and my favourite sport to watch. Yeah. So I, I can look at it and say it's the whole thing's a bloody mess. Yeah. Um, so don't be principled about the fact that these two can't fight each other. Yeah, and also don't be like, come on people like just realize that it's all right for me to have a different opinion to you it's mm. all right for flav to it's all right for people to have different opinions about stuff you Most know what i mean aren't racist yeah let's present them in an all right way but it's a awesome. it's a fun subject matter it really is boxing versus ufc i fucking i grew up loving boxing you yeah. know i've I've always been a fan of boxing. As a kid, I used to love the big fights. I remember you, you know, all the Eubank Ben ones, the Eubank Tyson, Collins, Bruma, yeah, McCool. Bruno Tyson, Lennox, you know, Nazim Hamid, mate, Nazim Hamid, yeah. Any more boxers? Lots. Joshua Molina. Joshua Molina. <laughs> well, we're coming <laughs> on to that. How long have we been running? Okay, we're good. Cool. But but I, I love boxing and I love UFC and I've been watching UFC since day dot. So um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at both and loving both, but just yeah. thinking that elements of boxing could be uh, there's certain things where boxing shoots itself in the foot a little bit, unfortunately. Massively, yeah, massively. And MMA I mean, shoots itself in the foot because it's boring. MMA is not though, is it? Well, difference of opinion. We should actually. Opinion, what should happen one time is you should come on. We should watch some some stuff because and I you think explain that. Explain it to me. Yeah, I, I think, think I think be, it helps like with that. that. I've done that with a couple is of people and they start to get it. Coming? That's less likely to happen. I don't know. Can, where do you live? Where do you live? Far that, away now. I'm not saying that. Like, yeah. Is it outside of London? No, inside. Yeah. All right, I'm down. I'm down. Southwest London. Southwest. All right, it's quite far from me, but well, um, we'll sort it out. Uh, you come on, Joshua Molina. What do you think of that fast? What do you? Well, it. I mean, it's a very interesting one, Josh. 
as as he's called. So I watched this fight with uh, th that whole card actually with um, a good someone that, that, that an amateur box. I forget his fucking name. I was yeah, right. you mentioned he said he, he yeah. trained with Chisora. I think it might be Ian Williamson. I don't know what he's called. I was in I was in my Ian mate's man cave oh. in Harleston. Yeah. Um, and, and he goes there and he had some really interesting. And actually, cause I, before the fight, I was like, Dylan White's going to beat Chisora. That's how I saw it. And he was like, no. Train with Chisora. Chisora's actually all that madness. A little bit of a, um, you know, to, to build a fight, to hype the fight. Mm. Uh, cool guy. Very fit. He's just like, it's like they're doing track things when they're out running. He's like, he's beating the flyweights and the lightweights and the whatever. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, so he's actually a... He's a fit man. Yeah. He looks like, you know... Like he shouldn't be. But he is. Uh, so he called it and he was like, my boy's going to win kind of thing. And, and he... So he's an amateur boxer and, and knows his stuff. So it was really interesting watching the fight with him, actually. Yeah. Um, so I've got But that was the fight um, and the Katie Taylor's fight. The Anthony Joshua fight, it's just like, oh, come on, man. Like, why? You, they're just printing money, aren't they? They're just going, yeah, oh, we got another fight coming up. Yeah. Yo, this is a test. And he's literally fighting some guy that they've got off the couch that doesn't want to get hit. No. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I love Joshua. I, he looks the part. He's English. He's a gold medal fighter. Mm. Um, he seems fucking cool. I, I follow him on Snapchat. He's cool. I like him. But what you said upstairs when we were discussing it the other yeah. day, yeah, that this smacks of Bruno all over. Mate, muscle bound, he's stiff, punches for fun. I think Bruno's yeah. first twenty-one fights he won in the first two, two yeah. rounds. Punch big right hand. No one's gonna like getting hit by him. But he looks stiff. Yeah. Like like my mate Junior uh, and this guy as well. Um, whatever he's called, saying the same thing. He looks like a big target. Mm. There's not, you know, the head movement so important in fighting. The slipping, the jabs. No one's trying to hit him really at the moment. Are they? Dylan White tried a bit and actually rocked him. Mm. But to me, there's a little bit of the Bruno about him. In uh, and we don't know if Joshua can take a shot right. and take successive shots. Not a lot of big heavyweights can take shots. No, well, fucking it's not off heavyweights. Yeah. I mean, crying out loud, everyone lot can, can hit hard. Yeah. But but you, it's Dylan White, Chisora, Chisora landed some solid shots on Dylan Dylan White, Stood and, up, and he, he took them shots. So I don't know if when like they're protecting Joshua. They're protecting him because they want to make more money. And every time they have a fight, they must go cha-ching. Mm. Sponsors are happy. The, the people are buying the pay-per-view. People are buying the tickets like hotcakes. They're selling out arenas. So it must be beautiful to be able to go, right, yeah, we're going to fight two more fights and, and fight cans. Mm. And cha-ching, cha-ching, you know, watching the fucking paper stack up. Must be beautiful. However, this is what boxing does. It keeps them away from fighting... The people that we want to see him fight, and do you know what? Who, who, do you know who I want to see him fight? Hey, David Hay. Mm. Do you know who beats Anthony uh, Joshua? David Hay. David Hay. Because David Hay can punch, yeah. and he can slip, he can move, and I, and I just think I It'd think be that, fascinating. I'd, I'd, I'd be yeah. more interested in that fight than, than Klitschko. Exactly. Do you know, do you know what, what? One thing that pissed me off. Two things. The one thing that pissed me off actually, and the other thing, something separate, is um, Hearn announcing Vladimir Klitschko in the ring after. After Molina was mm. was gone, on the same pay per view show, it's like they knew he was going to smash Molina, right? Of course, they and they'd already set up Klitschko, and yet they still have the front to make that a pay per view event. I mean, I get that, that there yeah. was some good fights on there, but yeah. that, that wasn't a pay per view card, in my yeah. opinion. The other thing is, I think Bo boxing is a little bit kind of cringe at times in the way that they try and it, some of it seems to. I mean, to be honest with you, the David Hay fights that I've been watching on Five. 
what the hell? Uh, yeah, it's like that Mexican. the best best promoter. His shows are horrendous. Yeah, that old thing we watched the guy there. You got it, champ. Oh, well, let's go, champ. Let's go, uh, champ. Um, Shannon Briggs, Shannon yeah. the Cannon Briggs. Let's Some go. of them well, that, bits were a bit cringe. Well, interesting, that is, but that isn't anything to do with Hay, though. To be fair, that is, no, that's no, but that he was on the same card as him yeah. uh, a couple ago, and it looked completely set up. So Hay wins, and then all of a sudden yeah. he comes out. I'm sorry, but I, I that stunk of yeah. Of, I mean, um, it all does. It all does. The other thing is, is that you know, Jim Trezora throwing a like, table. Yeah. Um, so the rumor and, and her, this was put on her on, on an interview for Iron Film London. Um, apparently Hearn paid Chisora's purse uh, sorry paid, paid his uh, fine to the British Board of, uh, of Control which is an issue because when yeah. a promoter's paying it it means you're not responsible yeah. for your own actions yeah there you go I, I wonder if because like obviously like Connor's great at selling fights like he's amazing and he's been selling them before so like the UFC's trendy now there'll be a lot of people that will watch this that will listen to this that have only really been aware of the UFC since Connor was a thing mm-hmm. probably since same me that's me yeah I- exactly but he's been great at selling fights the whole time like Ali the beautiful thing about Ali the beautiful thing about Connor not only does he do it not only does he do this amazing thing but he says he's going to do it. Yeah. That's exciting. Anyone that does what he's done, fucking awesome. Two belts here, two belts there. Beating the fucking champion that hasn't lost for 10 years, knocking him out in 13 seconds. That's awesome. But if you actually say you're going to do it and say the punch you're going to do it, that makes it even more spellbinding. Yeah. So Connor has been great at selling fights. But before the fight, the second fight with Diaz, there was the bottle throwing, the water I bottle remember. throwing. Yeah. I wonder, that's Ty calling now. Oh. So. You're going to take it now? Shall I take it? Oh, no, sorry. Not a while of recording. She'll no. be really angry at you. Yeah, she will. She hates me. Yeah. Um, in fact, I can't resist it. No. Okay. Ty? Hi. Hiya. We're just on the podcast now. Oh, I'm having a few twinges. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So this, what, as in, um, right, I'll call you back in 10 oh, minutes. Really? That, what, that? Well, as in contractions? Oh shut God. up um, alright let's, let's oh shit alright cool alright then so this has been the fu- this has been the po- podcast <laughs> go that's the end alright alright bye 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 what what <laughs> uh, well, I'll wrap up uh, how about you I'm uh, not ready for this <laughs> you are you'll be fine you'll be fine oh my god right okay I was just thinking she was gonna like we'd, that'd have been funny and we could have had a chat and but I didn't expect oh the, yeah the, the we're, birth we're of your first having a fucking baby that's nuts why why, um, why still do you need um, like get your bag and yeah yeah I will I just need to fucking breathe for a minute like labour it's not like the, what I've learned <laughs> labour's not like the hospital where, yeah that's it where you have a fucking thing, and sweating? all of a sudden you t- I'm sweating we're both all sweating but it's not it lasts like 24 hours right, so this okay, is a relax. this is a, a period breathe. of time yeah we can breathe okay um is this still recording? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'm going to stall it and just be here all day. Let's do a 24 hour live show if Pod just didn't finish because I'm scared. Wow. I'm scared. Don't be very scared. real. Very Don't real. Be this is how real we are, Bolsey. There's no yeah. facade. Yeah. There's no pretend thing. There's no veneer. What you see is real. What we talk about is real. What our opinions are is real. Everything that we're doing is real. And, and you're about to. My fear is real (laughs) (laughs) it's natural to be fearful um, did we just finish this though because the Annie Joshua so we think Joshua loses to Hay um, but I'd love to see that fight yeah love to see that fight Um, yeah 
don't know what to say to Let's that. Let's just wrap up. Apart from we'll see you all at the far post. Yeah, we'll see you all at the far post. Before you do, Matt's going to, you know, we'll see Matt at the far post for yeah, sure. Shit. And we'll all be there at the far post with Fuck, you. man. Imagine if I have a fucking... I said to Ty, not this week. Got a lot of shit to do this week. <laughs> Please, next week. Time waits for no man. Fuck me, imagine this. All right. Wow, okay. Okay, well, look, sweating best like of luck. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you at the far post. See you at the far post, mate. Go and get it. Go and get it. Subscribe. Get yeah, I was going to do this bit. Um, but I can't remember what I have to say. All right, that's it. Done. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.